0: Hi, Bob. Congrats on your 100th episode, which also includes my band Sinset. Keep up the good work, brother. Cheers from Norway. Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Fearwell. Fearwell is from the Netherlands. This melodic death power metal band has released Well of Fear. This album delivers top to bottom. If you're looking to feed your brain and bang your head, just visit the Well of Fear. It won't disappoint. And here's my interview with Farewell.
1: Um, hello, Robert. Thanks for having me, man. Huh? Yeah, let's be here as well.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: Can
2: you, hear us? can you hear us?
0: Yes, I can hear you just fine.
2: Okay, that's good. Well, plug your ears when, we got, when we're about to sing, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't want uh, that kind of vocals right in your, uh, in your head. <laughs> <coughs>
0: I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me today.
1: Cool, man. Uh, Glad to be here, like we said. And uh, we appreciate that we can can be in your uh, your podcast uh, this evening. So thanks for that.
0: I wanted to ask you, uh, how was the recording process for Well of Fear?
1: It was very
2: lengthy, man. Uh, The recording process of Well of Fear was very lengthy. I wrote dozens of riffs and songs from uh, 2012 until now. Uh, when I realized I had enough material to make an album, I contacted our uh, vocalist of our Iron Maiden tribute band back in the day, Piece of Maiden, and he approached me and he said, uh, well, it sounds good, man. Why don't you just come over and in the studio and start jamming? And I was like, fuck yeah, man, uh, let's let's just do it. So it all started out when I first picked up the guitar, you know, um, random riffs here and there. When, when I wrote something down, that sounded well i recorded it on my phone but i never did anything with it you know uh, it's a guitar, guitarist thing i, I guess i always had the playing in my head as well i recorded them with my voice but it sounded so crappy because at that time i couldn't do vocals for shit, so <laughs> it was all over the place you know it was really bad yeah. uh, but, but but i could hear what i played and i just started playing recording And when the first time I recorded uh, with Michel, I started to build upon uh, the lead guitars and add uh, chord progressions and sticking them together and doing the keys. The songs were really interesting. It was only then that I thought, well, it kind of sounds good, you know? If I wouldn't have done that, I would have never come out of my comfort zone and never. I would have never made any music. uh, There wouldn't be this album by now. So yeah, with the exception of a few songs, I recorded every instrument at home. Uh, the most part for me, uh, the most fun part for me was uh, composing bass, riff. I couldn't play bass for shit as well, I did so anyway, it was all improvised, but Yuri, uh, my bass
1: player who was sitting next to me, uh, he took it to the next level, that was a really fun experience. Yeah, it, it was quite fun uh, recording the bass um, for the first video album, um, we laughed many times over what to record because it was quite like, uh, well, where do we go from here? Yeah, and we had a good time about uh, recording the different bass lines and the songs, especially in the ba- that one, the of ba- Tenses, that song. Uh, we just like uh, I heard it, and I tried to re-record it, but that was like it's it's good anyway, so it's good anyway. So so why should we re-record? It? That was the I think the most wow, fun part about it. Your Beethoven bass, mm-hmm.
2: and I. That was really the reason. Yeah. That's it. the only song we kept uh, my bass riff. Yeah, in. <laughs> because of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, was really cool, man.
0: I wanted to know if you could speak on one of my favorite songs, Creature of the Night. It's uh,
2: your favorite, That's cool, man, it's really cool. I really like to hear that. Well, like all songs, you know, uh, maybe ex- except for maybe one, uh, they're all, all personal songs uh, for me, you know. Every time I woke up from hypnagogic uh, hallucinations and sleep paralysis, I wrote down some lyrics, and because that was a terrifying experience, it was also a breeding ground uh, for inspiration. You know, and my childhood is mm-hmm. uh, full of these experiences when I was younger, and I, I also I, I always wanted to hide under the blankets at night, you know, to 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 prevent the creature of the night coming and knocking on my door, taking me out of bed, you know, shit like that. I, and I turned on the light. You know, it's all, all, also in, 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 the, uh, in the in the in the chorus. You know. You must turn on the light and it disappears and you realize it's gone and it's not real. Uh, one time I had a nightmare and I woke up with a guitarist playing in my head. You know the part that... Dun, 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 dun. That part. Um, uh-huh. I, I went to sleep, I woke up, I had that in my head and it was really it was really rare. I still have these uh, hallucinations from time to time. It's really rare. And that's also ironic because after I wrote this song, they became only a rare occurrence. And uh, guitar-wise, Preacher was actually one of the songs that was the most improvised uh, from start to the end. Uh, I I was one time, I was um, waiting for the, I was early, was waiting for the band members at that time. I had the idea for a riff, you know, I woke up with. Uh, and I, I threw my th- uh, phone on top of my amp and I hit record and I played uh, from start to end. and. That's what the song is. Uh, it was only uh, 30 bpm faster than now. It was, it was even faster than it was now, you know, but we uh-huh. thought it was better when we slowed it a little bit down and was like, oh, this, this sounds alright. This sounds and adding keys and drums and lyrics, that was, I think, one of the hardest challenges uh, from the whole album. And it was really hard to make some keys for that. Uh, the creature of the night. You know, it takes on many forms: ghosts, the devil, the burglar, flying skeletons, and drones, aliens. You name it. You know, the worst one was uh, a lovecraftian being that pulled me right through bed at night. It was, it was insane. You know, and I also say this in my song. And I see it as misery uh, that's given form. You no, know, it's
3: mm-hmm.
2: you have to. I um, you say that you need to process stuff that happens in your life, you don't process it well, or you get nightmares, you know? And uh, I, I think Yuri also likes this song really well.
1: Yeah, well, the, the first time I heard The Creature of the Night, was like, uh, I think two years ago, I'm sure right about that. Yeah, yeah. And I first thought, well, this is a very aggressive song, but after listening, re-listening to, to it, it's kind of a song with, with it, it goes through a mix of uh, emotions through the song. Yeah, it's really all, all told earlier, um you go through a dark period, you overcome it and you get stronger uh, after a while. Uh, I think that's what makes the song so so goddamn good <laughs> because it's a coast of emotions. everyone uh, will have uh, personal dark dark thoughts in his life, no matter what it is. but you all, you always try to overcome it and that's what this song is mostly about. Um, so that, that's really that's really cool. And it was also really cool to record it because I thought it had to be in a very aggressive song. But as I mentioned earlier, it's quite a mix. So I also uh, put some mixed bass lines uh, into the recording. Well, that is except if you don't forget to put the recording button. On. Oh, damn, dude, uh, <laughs> uh, so we almost fucking do. So we have to <laughs> record the whole thing twice. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was really that, that was really lame. You to, yeah, we you
2: know we were short on time, and we had to redo the bass recording because uh, we we needed uh, the the amp track and also the dry signal. And yeah, we lost the dry signal, so we couldn't reamp with better sounding sound in the mix. So it was really yeah, it was really shitty. We had, yeah. he had played really good uh, parts, also hard parts, and then he had to do it all yeah. over again. It was really good. Yeah, you forgot the double track. It, yeah. Um, it, at least it wasn't mundane, <laughs> but it was mundane. Yeah, it was mundane really.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one of my favorites is Ocean of Anger. I wanted to know if you could speak on that one as well.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not angry at this time, but uh, I can try to explain. Well, this one is very interesting. I always compared the process of anger to the water cycle. Uh, The ocean of anger evaporates, producing rain clouds that rain down and fill up the rivers over time. The rivers end up in the ocean again, and the cycle repeats. Uh, Anger is just like that, you know. Water is like a temper, you know. It's peaceful and calm, but disturb it too much, and a fucking tsunami will destroy everything in its wake. (laughs) Needless to say, the whole song was composed in parts when I was angry, Uh, you know, over the course of a few years. And uh, there were enough occasions where I felt like that and just walk, started walking outside, took my phone out and started writing or humming uh, the, 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 the tracks into the phone. And the fun part, and this is really, this is, I don't know how this happened, but the fun part is that our heavy vocalist, Johan van der Linden, and I had the, the same, the exact same lyrics with the exact same title. Uh, he, he wrote this, uh, he wrote his part of Ocean of Anger. We, we didn't speak to each other about the song, you know. So okay. we met each other. He had an idea for Ocean of Anger, and so did I. And it was like, What the, fuck, you know, but he was like at the beach and he saw the waves crashing in when, when he saw his little kid, uh, his child play along in the water. And he saw, he thought, But well, man, water can be so it can be destructive, but also so peaceful, you know. And I told sure. him, I had an idea about. Ocean of Anger, and I had some lyrics wrote, written down. He said, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're kidding, right? <laughs> always, always says, get the fuck out of here. Just like he does on every track when we record, he always does. It's, it's really his stick, you know? It's He really likes that shit. And uh, he wrote the pre-chorus in the second verse, and I wrote the rest. It was hilarious. It felt in place perfectly, as if it was uh, destined to be. The final part of the lyrics were written during a fight which I had that time. I needed to vent my fury. So I walked outside, started writing the final part of my phone, you know, the the, the, the Rage Waters a casket of bit. Uh, when I settled down, I read the lyrics and I showed them to Johan and he was like, damn, that's fucking cool, man. We need to put this in. And it fitted uh-huh. the guitar
3: perfectly. And
2: uh, well, we also tried to do the bass parts here, and that was you know, ironically, it, it was the most fun part for Yuri, I think,
1: because we we came with a lot of shit, man. But yeah. Was so fucking awesome. Yeah. The recording of this uh, of the bass on this song was uh, quite funny uh, because uh, well, simply said, we didn't know what to record next. We had the game part and then we were kind of lost, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, we went. We went through. What, what have you already recorded and what why, how do we make it not the same as the other songs on the album? Yeah. So, and we were talking like how uh, our past went. We got a good childhood, yeah, you know, yeah. which games we were playing. We also uh, love video games and we also got inspired by video games to, yeah, was... uh, to in, implement it in our <laughs> songs. So, so we were just jamming out tunes and Sheremi said like, hey, wait, yeah. wait a minute. That's that. That's like a song from a video game from Super Mario. Yeah,
2: yeah we were like, dude, this is the Super Mario World, Super Mario Free. Uh, yeah, okay. Space, uh, uh You know the the. Um... I think it was a bonus game or yeah,
1: something. Yeah, the bonus game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and yeah, it was quite funny. So uh, literally, we took it from there. We just finished the song and we took it. Or inspiration yeah, from that yeah. kind mm-hmm. that part of the song, and we just drove through it. Uh,
2: yeah, it doesn't sound the same, but no. You, we were like, dude, that, that's literally from, from fucking Mario. You can't play that shit, you know, you get <laughs> right everywhere. Yeah, but we we, put, we we kept a little inside just, just for
3: fun. And yeah. so
2: it, it doesn't sound the same, but it sounds fucking awesome, but you know, it's chromatic. And yeah, that song is also chromatic. So, we, yeah. first thing, yeah. It was fucking hilarious yeah, it was and, so um, much fun we, we, we actually got stuck recording bass because of that you know it was like <laughs> it sounds like this and no it sounds like that and then he said yeah we you know south Park." he said simpsons did it simpsons did it stuff like that it was it, yeah. it was all over the place but it worked you know and, uh, and it's actually a pretty pretty forgotten good song yeah <laughs> yeah it is man and especially lyrical wise yeah I, I still get, uh, uh, um, um, how you say that? Um, goosebumps. Yeah, I still get goosebumps when I hear that shit. Yeah. I was so angry at the time. And if I look back, I'm, like, I'm not that angry guy anymore, you know, but then, damn yeah, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you, if you two could pick your favorite tracks, what would they be and why?
3: Yes,
2: well, um, I find it an extremely difficult question Uh, It's the same as if you ask someone's favorite among his children. (laughs) You know, they all mean very much to me. I think "Well Affair" is pretty great. You know, Uh, it's a song that sounds the most like my biggest inspirations. It's catchy. It's a challenge to play, and it's very diverse in uh, dynamics and uh, harmonies. I think it represents all the different styles in the album. Well, no pun intended. (laughs) "Well Affair." Also because it's my very first song I ever wrote and recorded and the first ever song I wrote lyrics to. It's also about dealing with depression, you know. It essentially helped me, and a few others as well, uh, through bad times. I I learned from it. I grew as a person from it. I still think the lyrics are not of the same quality as the rest of the lyrics on the album. I think I'm a better writer now than I was when I started out. Uh, But it's my first track ever, so it's always going to have a special place in my heart. And it turned out very well. And lyrical-wise, I think Battle in the Bay of Matanzas" is my strongest because it's about history. It actually happened. It's a fucking awesome story. Um, uh, it was quite challenging to make it rhyme as well uh, because it has to be historically correct. There's a step uh, verse where it says... Uh, now they are praising me because I gained riches when I was risking my life in full combat. They didn't even know about my existence. That, that part was exactly what he said, um, and it fit. It fit the the riff perfectly. It was like it was made to be that way, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, about you, Yuri. What's your favorite song? Huh?
1: Well, everything. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> No, uh, on a personal note, I think uh, Oceans of Ang- "Ocean of Anger is my favorite uh, you know, song of the album. I think, it's, I think it's because of because I because the first song because I he likes it because he
2: likes it. Yeah, of, likes course likes well. it well. Well, of course he likes it. Of course, no. <laughs> but I think
1: I, I like "Ocean of Anger, uh both because it was the first song that I really re- recorded with very well. It was the first song being recorded with Jeremy. Yeah. So, um, and it was also about the different things um, that get you through the song. Uh, and we had the most fun recording it, so that will always stay with me forever. So uh, Don't our <laughs> no, 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 I won't forget your I'm sorry. So it was, a, it was not tedious. It was long, but it was fun to do, you know. And I think that one stands out for me most, mostly. I also like the song hypocrite because of its straightforwardness uh, in the song. Oh, bro. I'm not funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because the is a very straightforward song. And um, you can hear you can hear that it is written uh, with anger, right. and uh, that it that it mean, that it
0: meant to so people. Angry.
1: Yeah, exactly. so yeah. angry. <laughs> so <laughs> those two songs are uh, the the standouts for me personally. Yes.
0: And I also wanted to ask you if you could give me a history lesson. Tell me how the band formed.
2: That's. Um, I started writing in uh, two thousand and thirteen. Uh, when I started playing guitar as well, I always wanted to write the same music, like my favorite bands. I wanted to give people the same feeling and experience that I got from my favorite bands. And eventually, I ended up sounding different, not like the bands I like, but that's okay. You need to be your own genre. You can't just copy and paste, you know. I tried sure. the bands in 2013, 2017, 2019, many of the band members that Back the, during that time, you know, they had a lot of things going on in the lives. And, uh, you know, I they eventually quit the band or didn't have enough time or dedication. So I had to remove them. It, it felt like the band was cursed because yeah, it took nearly 10 years, you know. Our current uh, drummer, job Eve, uh, who does the job well, even went on a vacation with his practice band. So that's fucking dedication, you know. He plays mm-hmm. because the songs are fucking hard for a drummer. But anyways, I didn't give up. I kept on writing. I kept on doing my thing. And I tried again in 2019, when I eventually found uh, Brian and uh, my bass player, Yuri. You know, uh, (laughs) Yuri was uh, in a a garbage can, so he (laughs) always said it's a a joke between us. (laughs) Since I always asked Johan to write songs together, uh, you know, I've been with him in Wrecking Crew, another great band, you know. and he, he also sometimes just did the vocals, I was like, you, you can do the vocals on this track, you, you sound so awesome, you know, he has a great voice, and I thought, why not just ask him to join as well, you know, um, he's, he's a little bit old, but that, that, that dude still, if he's on, on stage, only his merely his presence is enough to blow everyone away, and you know, this is his final legacy before he quits. He's my mentor. He's one of my biggest inspiration. there were WISE as well. And together with Michel Sandberg, and who we uh, uh, promoted the, al- the album with, is also the reason I'm also a vocalist today. They taught me well. Uh, we ne- nearly quit due to a lack of drummers. But in 2021, I met uh, our keyboard player, Diego Chang, and our current drummer job. And there was literally chemistry between us because we met in a chemistry class at school. <laughs>
3: so, wow.
2: Yeah, there it, it, it's fate, man I never I was never supposed to be there but I was and I found two of the greatest musicians in, in all of Leiden uh, they were very dedicated and Brian was easy he was a friend in school but he refused twice because he thought it was too challenging to try yet you know he eventually gave into the welfare and now he's always near him.
3: <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> and from the garbage scan from an elementary school. Mm-hmm. That's
1: where I met uh, Yuri.
2: Uh,
1: yeah.
2: You we know, owe back a long while. We owe
1: That's back right. way back. Uh, we, uh, are, we were in the same elementary school when we were kids. Yeah. So we know each other for very long. Uh, when times were easier, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> and we were both heavily into music from a young age. Uh, my, yeah. parents, my parents always played music when I was around home. Yeah. So I grew up with, with different kinds of music. Same, yeah. um, and I have, we have both had our different musical projects in the uh, 2010s. And um, in two thousand and fifteen, Jeremy asked asked me for to join his band, his Iron Maiden tribute band uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I declined that offer because I was too busy with other musical projects. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but after Jeremy asked me in two thousand and nine again to, to join Fear, I didn't hesitate a moment because I wanted to try try something new. So I accepted this offer and I really not regarding this decision. Once you go uh, black metal, you never go back. <laughs> no, once you're in the world, yeah. you never get out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, that's my history with,
0: uh, with yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask you lyrically, uh, what are your inspirations? Does a lot of it come from reading and uh, movies and such or um, personal experience? Yeah, it's often,
2: uh, my life experiences, you know, I suffer a lot. No, just kidding. <laughs> but you know, problems and how to deal with them. Uh, I always uh, want to give a moral of the story. You know, uh, you know, same like South Park. Like uh, if we learned something today. Exactly. That I want to give. I want to give people uh, a good feeling to go at home. Go home. You know, for example, if you struggle with overthinking, which leads to repeat old habits and patterns. And in the end, you do nothing. So how do you overcome that hurdle? That's like the philosopher's mind, for example. I think my way of writing is like the same as a group. You start out with an antagonist. That's, in this case, uh, the villain is a mental issue or hurdle. You learn what causes the issue in the first place and how to deal with it, uh, uh, how I dealt with it and this, you have an ending. And uh, so the book is done. You Closed. you're victorious. Every finished chapter, every finished song helped me to grow as a person. I also like uh, historical themes like Battle. You know, P-Time was such an underrated Dutch hero. Uh, people give him a flag for every shit he's done. But he killed no one and took back home one of the greatest treasures ever recorded in history. And that was the sole reason the Dutch kept their freedom. You know, if he wasn't there, I was probably speaking German or Spanish, you know. <laughs> I was also inspired by Johan van der Linden who uh, joined the band back in the day. Uh, I found our lyrical themes to be identical as well. I also like the lyrics on the last four al- albums of death. And I also like, lyrical-wise, everything from Iron Maiden. They're fucking awesome, you know. So uh, yeah, that's that.
0: And what can fans look for next from the band? No, well, will there, be
2: there will be more. Uh, of course, man. Uh, they only have to. Uh, they only have to say we want more, and we'll give more. <laughs> well, they can come and watch us perform live. You know, we are going to destroy every stage in every venue near them. Well, just figuratively, of yeah. course. We're not <laughs> going to do that literally. We're not that kind of rock band yet. Uh, we're just going to shows everywhere, and they can come for us. We're looking to get more fans before we're going to write another album. You know, I rather have quality over quantity. Uh, you can't force creativity. It's it's just like a part. If you try to force it, it might be shit. You know, so sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna try that. <laughs> might as well make pop songs if I do that.
0: <laughs> I want to ask you each. What's the best advice you've been given along your musical journey?
2: Well, firstly, I know this is said, as we said uh, a lot, but I'm serious. I'm super serious. Don't do drugs, man. No, really. I've witnessed people destroying their entire lives by making that choice. Every band member that done, that, that did that had to quit or uh, especially musicians, you know, they're often struggling already with problems and mental issues and un- unable to solve them, so they turn to drugs. But you're delaying the inevitable, and it makes you, your issues come down, crashing fucking hard in the end. We, uh, someone in our band uh, was doing drugs, and it didn't went well. Uh, his life was really messed up after. It was really sad because he was, he was a nice guy. And uh, secondly, uh, keep believing in yourself, man. There are people who care about you. There's always light at the end of the well Don't dig yourself in deeper. Uh, people always tried to put me down, always said I wouldn't make it in every direction of my musical career and outside of that as well. It only gave me more strength to rise up again and prove them fucking wrong. You know? So do that as right. well. That's what I'm giving advice. Don't fucking listen to them. Use that as your strength. Harness the anger that you can get out of it and show them wrong. Get better. Achieve at what you want. Take it. It's there. If you believe in it, you'll make it. Just never
1: end the dream. Keep on going, man. And yeah. you know, it's- Yeah, I can pretty much relate to what Jeremy just said. Uh, for my personal advice, what I would give to people is uh, just do what makes you proud, man. Just do what makes you proud. If you believe in what you do, you can achieve what you want. Anything. anything you want don't let others get into you decide what's best for you that's it that's pretty much the best advice i can, get, I can give to yeah. people
2: like you man you're still running
1: your podcast right <laughs> yeah you, yes you i
2: mean stop it yeah i mean we are still doing the band yeah we're still doing we're still making music we're still making music if you can call it music, <laughs> <laughs> we call it music.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I also want to ask you each, what has been your proudest moment so far?
1: Um, I think my first proudest moment was when I played a song on a, a very well, let's just say, um, mediocre, uh, mediocre meeting. I played a very happy song and everybody just backed us up and headed to the exit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It happened for real, but for now for real. I think my proudest moment when I was uh, part of the first album I ever released in 2015. Finishing this album with uh, Fearwell is also a very major moment for me in my musical career. Um, I think my biggest gig and achievement I played was in Frankfurt at a musical meeting. It's called The Music Mess in Frankfurt. It's like the NAMM uh, of Europe. Uh, with my previous band, um, sharing the stage with the bands like uh, the Dead Daisies and uh, the, drum, the previous drummer of Motorhead. Yeah, yeah. Uh. That was pretty big for me. Yeah.
3: Jesus,
1: yeah. What about you, Sir Amy? Oh, well, of course, finishing off
2: that that album, you know, Well Affairs, that's a great uh, musical achievement for me personally. But also had a few others along the way, you know, the uh, support act of uh, this German band Destruction. Ex-maidens, uh, Iron Maidens, Blaze Bailey. Uh, but I think my proudest moment—and I'm serious about this—it's not—it's—it's it's kind of recently. My proudest moment was getting our asses cancelled by the local mayor, who thought our show was not aligned with the other bands, but being an event for every music genre. So we put, me- so we were metal, you know—not even that really? kind of metal. It was like brunch metal, I think, about that. Range Against Machine and stuff like that. But she thought we were too hardcore and tried to unplug us. That was, in my opinion, fucking metal. It can't get any more metal than that, in my opinion.
0: Right.
3: Fucking awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I also wanted to ask you, um, do you guys have any hobbies in your spare time beyond music?
1: Yes, actually, I have a lot of interests besides music. I really like uh, playing video games, uh, reading history and historical facts. I can show you but and I have both color a love for history oh yeah yeah um, I also love to watch kind of different kind of sports uh, it doesn't matter what sport as long as it's good so like uh, I really love the, the Formula one to watch uh, and not because not only because I'm Dutch I really <laughs> like the sport <laughs> uh, I also like football and NFL so yeah. almost any sport I also get very tired when I drive around. yeah <laughs> exactly. <especially. laughs> such a sport. And yeah, well, me, way
2: too much, man. Uh, I have way too much, too many hobbies. Uh, sometimes I feel I need to be, I need 48 hours in a day. I like gaming, programming games, modding games, reading about physics, astrophysics, biology, some historical facts, stupid trivia, nanotechnology, but also quantum mechanics and chemistry, you know, I like to read stuff on the internet as well. You know, if it's if it's a story really good, I can nerf about it a little bit. Uh, you know, make make some jokes as well. Uh, but it needs to be written well. And yeah, it's it's every day. It's much harder to come by. There's still gems, hidden gems yes. along the way. But the, these times are a little bit uh, yeah, entertainment-wise. A little bit. Um, yeah, we're going dry. You know. <laughs>
0: right
3: yeah 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 yeah. so that's that
0: and what's the best way to get merchandise from the band well on
2: the website farewell.com. and yeah you that's, uh, everyone can support us by buying buying the digital album you know uh, on a website as well we're uh, trying to get uh, shirts as well this year and uh, within a month I think month I think and also a, a physical copy of uh, wall of Fair because not everyone uh, there, there are a few people who still use uh, CDs today but it's yeah. it's 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 a physical copy it's yeah. it's nice to hold and uh, you know, it's, it's something to to remind you of then and I think there are some people in the final as well we're gonna try to do that this year as well you yeah. know it, it, it's hard because, especially in the Netherlands. you know you need to uh, pay tax on every shit you do uh, even on the website It's, it's, it's ridiculous so it, it's really hard online, but we're we're going to manage. It won't take long. It, it's going to be there. We will so, get there. Yeah, we will get there. 100% sure, man. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> and lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give any message to your fans, what would that message be?
2: Well, that message will be and fucking seals, man. Mm-hmm. So we can say hi. And when, when we're done, we can say farewell to you as well. <laughs> if you want to play, uh, if you want us to play uh, near and yeah. Book us so we can play for everyone. You know, we would like to love to come to the USA or any other part of the world. You know, you can help us by sharing us on socials, listen to us, message us, get the word out. You know, if you like our music, fucking share it, man. I think most people will like it as well. If you like it, that, that's that's how yeah. I think it's 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 kind of a good album. You know, I think many people will enjoy uh, uh, songs about it. At least there has to be one song that, that, that they like if they listen to metal. Else I don't know, you know. I in my opinion, I think they yeah, I think they will like it as well. There's enough people, man. So yeah. There has to be they, they will enjoy it hundred percent, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think you've delivered an amazing album. I love it cover to cover.
2: Thank you. Thanks, man. Well, um, if we ever manage to get a uh, get a uh, physical album, where we can try to send it to you.
0: That'd be great. I'd look forward to that.
2: We will do that. If, uh, I will. Uh, well, we keep in contact about that, man. We can. Uh, we can make sure that will happen. Of course we can. <laughs> of course we can.
0: <laughs> and uh, please feel free to update me when a new news comes about.
2: Sure, man. We'll do that. And uh, we also, uh, if we're ever doing a USA tour, uh, you can come as well.
0: (laughs) I will be there. Epic, man. That's really cool. That's really great. Yeah. Well, Well, I thank you you for taking time with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you.
1: Yeah. I'd Mm -hmm. also like to thank you for having us in your podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And the pleasure
2: is all us, uh, all mine as well, man. Uh, we, we fucking love this, man. We really like la- we really uh, we're really um, happy that you like well. Yeah, man. it's fucking awesome. Feels good. You know, feels good. We also like to do this uh, interview, man. So fucking thank you <laughs> for having us. Right. We appreciate it.
0: Well thank you, and you guys have a great rest of your day.
2: thanks man man. we're gonna sleep man it's uh, it's like at 10 p.m nearly 10 p.m right now so uh, yeah horns up (laughs) we're
0: gonna drink all right (laughs) thanks man rest well my friends
3: thank Thank you you.
0: have a nice cheers (laughs) cheers farewell to
3: you (laughs) very good
0: one i'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast you can sponsor the podcast Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.